This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. I'm Heather Carroll. And I'm Dr. Chris Bergwald. And you're listening to Real Presence Live, broadcasting from the third floor studio of the Pastoral Center in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, USA. <laughs> Earth. Did you like how I went? <laughs> Solar system. Outer, outer wing of Milky, Milky Way galaxy. Do you know what galaxy cluster we're in? No. I don't remember. My daughter would yeah. know. The universe. The universe. Creation. <laughs> Heather, what's been... Um, so no. here's what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do, Heather. Is this uh, this pop is, quiz? This is how we're well, not, it's not a pop quiz. Okay. It is a question, but it's not a quiz. Okay. Um, we've had a great show this morning. Sister Mary Thomas started, Father Jim Zimmer, and then Marie just now. Um, again, by the way, if, if people, if they missed out on anything, how can they go back and listen again? Or li- if they missed, listen to anything they missed. Well, Chris, I'm glad you asked that question. That's not the question, by the way, <laughs> just so you know. They can go to realpresenceradio.com. We have a podcast section, and we uh, podcast everything. You can also find us on your favorite uh podcast format app app (laughs) thing where you normally listen we're also there so you can just so if you search for real presence radio a real presence live maybe or either way either way you'll find us so and there is an app too by the way there's an app for that and it is Real Presence Radio. And there we it's go. Not hard. That's, and it's free. <laughs> free. It's free. What? I have to pay for the app? It's free. Unbelievable. Um, so, of these these three conversations we've had this morning, has mm. there been anything within one of them? I'm, I'll ask. We'll just start. Let, I'll ask you to just pick one thing. What struck you most? I really enjoyed uh, Father Zimmer. Okay. So within that half-hour conversation, what struck you most? I have to preface this a little bit because right before this, I had my Catholic Women's Professional League meeting, and it's our executive team, and we meet, and um, we each take turns leading discussions or whatever. Today, for some reason, God put on my heart yesterday, um, somewhere in my life I had heard a story about or someone asking, are you too busy? And not in the sense of um, you have too many things on your plate, blah, 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 but are you pretending to be too busy? Mm. Are you making yourself seem busy? You know, and so we were talking about how busy am I really? And is there anything that we can eliminate? So it was really interesting because I felt like a lot of what we discussed this morning as in the group. Okay came out of what Father Zimmer was talking about. Because here we are running around frantic. I'm so busy. I'm so busy. You know, and I I think, you know, he's kind of saying that, are you happy? Is that right. making you happy? Right. Are you even stopping, like you said, to look? Right. So for you, just to you know, bear your Because I'm the only one here. <laughs> um... What was the question that you heard yesterday again about being busy? What's the or the, the 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 insight that sometimes we we say we're busy? Why again? There's a lot of reasons why. Sometimes it can be psychological. Sometimes it's to feel important. Sometimes it's to avoid things. 
Um, sometimes that's just because the way culture is these days. Like, have you ever been in one of those situations where you feel like you're in a competition on who's busier? Oh, right, 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 right. I always lose with my mother, just so you know, always. You always lose with your mother. My mom yeah. is always busier, <clears throat> works harder than me, in, without a doubt. But I feel like there's that competition. Okay. And so that's what we were talking about. So connect that then to what, what struck you most in Father. That's the context. So sure. what struck you most in what Father said? Um, I think really stepping out and focusing on finding Jesus in the everyday. Are you taking the time to find him, to invite him in, to have him fill that void? Because sometimes we might be filling that void with busyness. Yeah. So what do you, so, what, what do we mean when we're saying, not, not why do we say it, but what do we mean? So if I said to you, if you asked me, Chris, how are you doing? Man, I'm really Bishop DeGroote going a million miles an hour. <laughs> Father Scott Trainer, my boss, great boss. We're doing a ton of things. Boy, am I busy. What is that? What did I just say to you? What, what, not like, and I, not just at a basic superficial yeah, level. I don't have what time does that mean? Oh, really? That, that's how you, okay. But what if I'm like, Relax, drinking my coffee and my mug. You're tired. Uh, You're important. Okay, okay. See, for me, I think if you told me, like, if I said I'm busy, that means there's a lot of things going on. Mm -hmm. um, but we don't. But why? Okay. But we don't say I've got a lot going on. Saying I'm busy has another like connotation i think than saying because i don't say but i got, got a lot going on doing a lot of stuff i think for me what busyness conveys whether i say it or other people say it is um i think i'm making up a board now hecticity mm. it's really hectic we should totally coin that. hecticity i'm, exper I'm experiencing hecticity <laughs> uh, <laughs> if you want to call it and complain about my grammar it's eight seven seven anyway uh <laughs> I'm not going to sing it today. Um, it's it's really hectic, and we don't like hectic. Why don't well? I think some people might. Yeah. Do you like hectic? I hate it. Why? Chaos. Right. It feels out chaotic. Control. It out of control. Oh, oh, there we go. Ding, 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 ding. Out of control. And what do we want more than anything? Control. control. Now, I think there's a reality in which we don't want. I mean, I think there's a way in which we feel out of control, which is legitimate. It's not just about my control issues. Um, I, I think there's also when we're really quote unquote busy, when we're experiencing a lot of hecticity, when it's really hectic, mm -hmm. um, we're not able to really be really present to like, I'm trying to just do this one thing right now. I'm trying to reply to this email or this phone call and so-and-so is calling and I got, I, I, I read, I, 10 more emails came in. Well, so it's, it, yeah, it can be the lack of control thing, but it can also feel like I can't just be present to the thing I'm doing right now. Yeah. I feel there's an image um, from Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring. Um, Bilbo is talking to Gandalf about how he feels old, old, you know, because he, he's he looks much younger than he really is. It's like his eleven yeah, teeth. Yeah, because he had the ring, right? For 11, so right. Yeah. But he feels um, stretched. I think the metaphor, some, oh, yeah, some, yeah, yeah. like like butter over too much bread. And I just feel, I can just feel, I can feel like toast and you're, you take just this teensy weensy little bit and you try to spread it out over the whole piece of toast. And that's how we can feel as opposed to 
like my, I'm right now. I'm bringing my hands together, interlocking my like integrated. Where I'm like, we're talking about education before the break, right? So, right. and inter- we all want to feel integrated. We don't. What don't we want? We don't want to be disintegrated, disintegrated. Where we're pulled apart. We're stretched thin. Uh, there's a book in my office I got from the library. <laughs> I stopped buying books nearly. I still buy books, but um, <laughs> not as much as I used to. Uh, because sometimes I just buy the book for the title. And this book, I think I may have bought for the title. I didn't buy it. I got it from the library. That's why I didn't buy it. Wish I were here. So you know the saying, but wish you were here. Yeah. You know, wish I, you were I here. I used to say that all the time. Wish you were here. Wish you were here. But the title of this book is Wish I Were Here. Wow. Because I'm not here. Well, what do you mean, Bergwald? Of course you're here. No, but there's a way in which I'm not I, I, I'm in the past. I'm in the future. I'm, 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 I'm at home right now. I'm, I'm, or I'm, you know, at whatever I need to be doing in my office right now because I'm not because I'm in the studio recording. Right. I wish I could just be here, mm. right now. So that goes back to the thing that I, so to see, so that I could see you, mm-hmm. Heather, and be talking to you and not worried about all my emails or my phone calls or yeah. the task list or, or whatever. just texted me. All, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All that stuff. Wish I were here. Have you read it yet? Uh, actually, to be honest, that, that's not the book I have. I just realized that book is still coming from the library. <laughs> I hope it's better than just the title. Uh, I think it's actually going to be really good, but I decided to, I decided to, like, I want to at least give the books a try from the library. And if they like it, like it's going to be fantastic. I want to keep this book, then I'll buy it. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I actually haven't gotten that one yet. Did you say it was being sent to you? In her library alone. Oh, okay. So, yeah, never mind. I haven't been to a library. I can't tell you. My daughter and I we used to go when she was a little kid. Oh, yeah. So I'm sure this is, this is true of most <laughs> decent-sized uh, public libraries, but they can do interlibrary loan. So, like, they, I, so they can libraries from not, not only across the state, but across the country. I've oh. gotten... I've gotten through interlibrary loan here at the Sioux Falls Public Library, I've gotten um, books from Alabama, New York oh, State. I didn't know they did that. Yeah, yeah. Cool. You should check out Things your library. Things you didn't sometime. know, you didn't know. Exactly. Well, if you're just tuning in, I am Heather Caro, and I'm Dr. Chris Bergwald, and we're just bantering uh, for this last half an hour. But we have to take a break here in just a minute. I want to take a break now because <laughs> I have a question for you that I think is going to take more than two minutes. Okay. So, All right. we're going to talk more about being busy on the other side of this break right after this. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Mayo Pharmacy in Bismarck is a faith-based pharmacy committed to delivering excellent care. We're pro-life and pro-family, respecting the dignity of the human person while providing for your individual needs. We have Catholic gifts for all ages, from mystic monk coffee to cards and crucifixes. Plus, we offer a wide range of clinical services, including rapid influenza testing and diabetes care management. You can visit us at 303 North 4th Street to discover the Mayo difference. Our number is 701-223-2424. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our 
our residents as family. Rose Management provides affordable housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. If you have any questions, you can call 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. Hi, this is Dr. Ryan Sapo with Lumen Vision in Fargo. Lumen Vision provides eye exams for the whole family and specialty services like vision therapy and custom contact lenses. We offer a variety of frames with missions you can believe in, like Moto Eyewear, which gives away a pair of glasses to a child in need for every frame sold. We are so grateful for your support and grateful to be supporting RPR. You can learn more about our mission at lumen.vision. Lumen Vision is a proud sponsor of the Real Presence Radio Network. SJ Machine, proudly named after and dedicated to St. Joseph, provides quality machining and induction heat treating to a variety of industries. Just as St. Joseph worked diligently to meet his family's needs, SJ Machine strives to understand and meet your production needs. Prototype to production, working together toward success. SJ Machine can be reached at 701-347-0155 and are a proud supporter of the Real Presence Radio Network. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back. I am Heather Carroll. And I'm Dr. Chris Bergwald. And we're broadcasting today from Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Thank you for joining us. Uh, before break, we were having a conversation about um, being busy. Yep. Life is busy. Yep. And I think, you know... I don't want to undermine anything because some of our lives are really busy, you know, like super busy. But what do you think the devil does with that? Well, I think. Um, do you think he a, uses that? Well, I, absolutely, he uses. It. I think, but I think we use it too. And actually, this, that's, I asked you, why do we say we're busy? And you gave a number. You gave a number of great answers. I think uh, certainly, I think the, the the devil can use it to distract us mm-hmm. from. So, what Father Zim was also talking about those deeper desires, the things that aren't satisfied by us checking off our to do lists or or accomplishing our goals, whatever they may be. Um, but we can do that ourselves just as much as the enemy can. It's just sure. as much as, as Satan can. Um, Peter Kraft has, he's the, uh, I think he's retired now, but um, longtime philosophy professor at Boston College. But I think when people think of philosophers, they think of like really, somebody really hard to understand. Where Peter Kraft is one of the, the most easy to understand authors. Uh, uh, I don't know about that. Uh, well, I don't know what books of his you're reading. <laughs> He is he is a little heavier than let's say uh I forget that we get at Christmas. <laughs> Matthew Kelly? Yes. Sure, oh, sure, 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 sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Kraft has a book um on uh Blaise Pascal. Pascal was a sixteenth, seventeenth century French layman, uh uh brilliant man, a polymath, I mean skilled in, in all sorts of areas, but also a, a very devout Catholic died um, at a young age, 39, very young age, 39. Totally. Um, and, and Pascal talked about how uh, people have probably heard of Pascal's wager. Mm-hmm. Um, it's better to, you know, wager that God does, does exist in case he actually does than, yeah. 
he doesn't, and it turns out he does, etc. But Pascal, um, in in a book for which he never completed the book, he had a bunch of notes or thoughts, um, and uh, he he talked about how. The, the way we try to solve, if you will, the problem of our lack of satisfaction um, is by one of the chief ways that we do it is by distraction, diversion. We try to distract ourselves. And so Kraft, in his book about Pascal, is sort of taking some of Pascal's key notes or thoughts from this unfinished book and then commenting on them. And, and the, the chapter on dis- diversion or distraction uh, Crave talks about how he, he, I, I, it's not quite verbatim, but pervade him. Um, he talks about this. He's like, you talk to people and they say, I don't have any time. I'm so busy. I don't have any time. And he, Crave started, started asking people, where'd all the time go? Where'd all the time go? Somebody once said to his, Crave said his answer, somebody asked the question this way Cleveland. <laughs> what the heck? Why'd the time go to Cleveland? Anyway. I don't have any time, but Kraft says, your grandma, great-grandma, washed clothes by hand and cooked on an iron stove, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. going through all the things, all the, the modern conveniences that they didn't have 60, 70, 80 years ago, and yet she had more leisure time than you do. Why? And then he goes into this thing, again, sort of um, channeling his inner Pascal, because we want to be busy. Because we're avoiding that question that's in our heart, that deep desire that we know will not be satisfied. So we distract ourselves with our busyness. Mm. And I know, and I think, I, so um, maybe you're listening to this as I'm talking about this right now, and that perfectly describes you. But maybe, maybe, maybe you're somebody who's well along your faith life and you recognize the importance of silence. Um, and slowing down, but I still think it's a it's a temptation that's in our cultural air that even even those who are well advanced on the path of discipleship have to be attentive to. I think because I, I can still be tempted to that. So back yeah. to your the question you asked, I think the enemy absolutely can use busyness to distract us from the Lord. You know, so Father Zimmer also mentioned um, one of the retreat centers that we have in our diocese, the Diocesan Retreat Center, Broom Tree. Right. Um, and the motto for Broomtree, Heather, do you know what it is? Do you remember what it is? In the silence, God speaks. Exactly. In the silence, God speaks. A Going plus. back to Elijah, who rested on the, the broom tree and then went on Mount Horeb and heard the Lord not in the, the, the great thunder or the powerful storm or the mighty earthquake, but in a still, small whisper of wind, a breeze. That's where he heard God. In the silence, God speaks. But we're afraid to listen to him and what he's going to say to us yeah. because we have false ideas of him or ourselves. Right. Right. Wow. That was a long answer to a that was. short question. Well done. I didn't know you had so much in you. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what do you think? Are you buying? Are you picking up what I'm laying down there, Heather? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think um, mom said a quote yesterday. She said um, that a priest had told her, what are you what good thing are you busy at? So, uh, you know, you're busy at doing something good, and so you're not paying attention to something that you could be great. Yeah, yeah. The question that I've tried to, like, okay, instead of saying I'm busy, I'm trying to say, well, but am I being fruitful? I wasn't mm-hmm. called to be busy. I was called to bear fruit. We were all called to bear fruit. 
that vine and the branches, John 15, 1 through 10, I think. The Last Supper discourse, Jesus says, I've appointed you to go and bear fruit, fruit that will remain, that will, be, that will abide. And he said that to the apostles, but he says it to all of us. We're called to be fruitful. Um, and sometimes, sometimes what, what fruitful looks like is got a lot going on. Yeah. But, 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 but. Am I sometimes trading in the fruitful f- to say, for whatever reason, mm-hmm. I'm busy? Yeah. Well, and our new executive uh, director always says, you know, your vocation as a mother, your work needs to flow out of being a mother or being, you know, who I am, not the opposite. Yep. yep. And a lot of people get that backwards. And I would say your your vocation as a mother flows out of uh, being a daughter and not, I don't mean the Linda Baldwin, I mean mm-hmm. of the Heavenly Father. So that flows out of prayer. Uh, personal prayer, liturgical prayer. So receiving the sacraments, spending time every day um, with with our Lord in conversation with him. Um, and we don't pray so that we can do all those other things. We can pray so that, but right. we, we pray first and foremost because I want to be with my Father. Amen. Well, let's give some pointers on how people can maybe um, reevaluate their busyness. Great. Are you ready? Sure. So some of the things that I uh, discussed this morning with my group is that uh, to schedule downtime. Oh, Literally yeah. schedule yeah. it. I yeah. mean, if you're that busy, literally schedule it. And then give yourself, this is one thing I hadn't realized I stopped doing. I stopped dreaming. Mm. Not literally while I sleep, but... Daydreaming. Yeah. Like thinking about fun things I want to do or places I want to see or anything like that. I've just been so focused on raising my kid and working and working and working and working and working and working, you know, that it's just like, Oh, I don't even dream anymore. Yep. Yep. I lost that somewhere along the way. Uh, In terms of scheduling your downtime, I think scheduling and taking your lunch break. I mean, oh. I know, I mean, I, I, I've been quote unquote busy. There's a lot going on um, right. at, at work. Um, and it is really easy to skip the lunch break. I just, oh, this way I can get more things, but to take that time and maybe depending where you work, but go for a walk, get out in mm-hmm. nature. I, I, um, when I can, which is more often than not, I try to, I'm usually able to go to, to mass at the cathedral because it's right next door. Sure. Um, schedule does always allow it, but those days where my schedule does allow it, do I? Uh, but again, to get away from the desk, in that case, to go, that's prayer, what we were just talking about, but but to get away, uh, to go for walks, um, just to reflect, to look at nature, to be in the Lord's creation, the cosmos. That what was given. Mother Teresa's quote? You're better at that than I am. I have no idea which quote you're talking about. Where she says, you don't have time to pray, well then you better pray twice as long or something like that. I don't know if I know that quote of hers, actually. Yeah. (laughs) You don't have an hour to pray? Well, then you better pray for two or something like that. Father Mike Scanlon was the, uh, he's a Franciscan TOR, and he, longtime president of Franciscan University of Steubenville, which many people have heard of, before he went to his, left the friary to go to his office, Uh he would wait in prayer until he knew what the Lord wanted him to do that day. And sometimes it was like 11 o'clock in the morning before he left. Wow. That's a quote-unquote busy man with a lot to do. Wow. Um, but he, hmm. he would wait till he knew what the Lord's marching orders for him were. That's incredible. Wait for the Lord to speak and then follow in his way. Do you think my boss will handle that? If Absolutely. I Mark, <laughs> Mark, if it was good enough for Father Mike, it's good enough for you. Heather shows up every day at 11. 
<laughs> that's a long time. What time did you get to contemplate? I didn't get up till 10. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Not so much. <laughs> that's so, not, not, not so much. All right. Well, we're almost through with this show, so let's head on over to Therese. She's got a fabulous show planned for us for tomorrow. Oh, thank you, Heather. So the next Real Presence Live is tomorrow from 9 to 11 a.m. Central with Deacon Paul Trinan and Heather Carroll as your hosts, live from the Abbey of the Hills in Marvin, South Dakota. Looking for a way to escape all the noise? Father Todd Schneider will share a way you can do this. And Pat Carls will share her story of healing after loss. All that and much more is coming up on the next Real Presence Live Wednesday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central. Back Thanks, to Therese. Mm-hmm. See, I told you it's going to be a great Fantastic show. show tomorrow. Deacon Paul. I mean, he's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> he really oh, is. Oh, you too. <laughs> he really is a lot of fun to hang out with. The other thing real quick I would say, by the way, for me, uh, mm-hmm. for folks, um, like depending on the kind of job you have, but your job, time block scheduling. Time block planning where you block. So you're not just, for me, the hecticity can come from where I'm just reacting to all the tasks I have. Mm-hmm. Where uh, what I've been doing for ooh, a couple of years now, probably, I think, um, is blocking out uh, at least my day, if not my week. And like if things happen, you would make allowances for that. Don't be too overly rigid. But rather than just responding to my inbox or whatever I'm going to play, okay, today I'm working on project a and uh from 10 to 12 and Mm -hmm. then at one o'clock for an hour i'm working on project b and then at two o'clock for those two hours so kind of planning my day so i'm happening in my day rather than my day happening to me all again based on prayer and what my sense of what's the lord want me to be attentive to but doing that so if you look at my calendar heather um every every pretty much every minute of my day today is was pre-planned already Really? Yeah, and that allows allow that that really helps to me. And what type of a personality do you have? Uh, what does that mean? So um, awesome! I mean, fantastic, incredible personality. Are you like uh, <laughs> Myers Briggs personality. Um, uh, I am an ex- ENTJ commander, the judger. This is the judger in me scheduling things. Right. But I'm telling you, perceivers do it too, <laughs> and it works. <laughs> So this INFP could do it? You could totally do it. <laughs> Time block planning. Look it up, Heather. Okay. Well, and I, I've also heard of this app where you can um, you set it and you work, I don't remember, like 20 Pomodoro. minutes. Pomodoro. Pomodoro, the Italian word for tomato. A tomato. I don't know why tomatoes. There's a reason, but I don't remember what it is. But yeah, like a 25-minute, 20, 25-minute sprint, five-minute break, 20, 25-minute sprint. Yeah. But the goal would be to get like to... You can do like two hours of really focused work. Yeah. Uh, she's playing the music on us. I guess us. that means we got to go. That means we have to stop talking. Thank you for joining us today. It's been a pleasure. I will see you all tomorrow. God Thanks. bless. Thanks, Dr. Bergwald. You bet. Good be here. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live. 
on the Real Presence Radio Network.